0: Welcome to Sparrow Pictures Podcast, where we focus on the stories and not the headlines.
1: Because we believe the stories can change the world. Get, Get ready, ready because the, the show starts now. Starts now. Spirit Pictures crew. Um, I'm back again by myself. Uh, My wife uh, is down at a film festival down in Orlando. She's uh, on the red carpet, as you can see. And uh, one of the projects that we're working on, The Glitch, which we've talked about on some other broadcasts, actually won Best Student Project because the proof of concept was created all by students, which is really, really cool for us because we have been a part of a lot of Film classes, and we used to teach film classes and do whole courses. We did that for like five years. It's actually where we met producer Alex, uh, and so it's a near and dear to our hearts to see uh, the next generation coming up. And so, congratulations uh, to uh, Kate and and Zach and the, and the Tonkins, and we just love them and so excited to uh, to to work with them on this upcoming project. And uh, but tonight we've got. Diane Venora, and she and I are going to talk about directing actors and kind of like what that relationship looks like. It's going to be really, really fun. We've got a lot of clips to show you. And uh, there, Diane, unfortunately, doesn't have uh, the greatest internet connection. So oftentimes she will freeze, uh, but uh, she, you can still hear her. So, um, yeah, so stay tuned, uh, when that happens and, um, because she, what she has to say is so important and so rich that, um, you know, it'd be a shame if you, you, you know, tuned out, but, uh, it's really, really, really great show. I'm really excited to talk to her about this. But before we talked about that, um, you know, I've been doing a lot of writing lately and you, I mean, writing is, I was talking to my, my daughter, Abigail, and, Writing is such a process, right? There's so many people that just think that as you're, if you're a writer, it just comes out of you naturally and you never have to do any kind of refining or any kind of, it's just, you don't, you just, you just, you just poop it out. And it's, and it's actually a lot more of a process and it really takes a lot of brain power. And so brain candy is one of the things that I have really, really loved as I've been digging into this writing, because it really focuses concentration. It helps give your brain the nutrition that it needs and a lot of other stuff to help you keep focused. And it's all natural. And Jason Dean has actually talked about it being kind of like Adderall, but natural. And, um, so, but it's not addictive or anything like that, but it's the best stuff that you can use to stay focused and especially with all of the brain fog and everything else that's been going on with, you know, not only COVID, but then, you know, the electronic devices and everything that just we use every single day. Some of these frequencies just, they do, they they mess with your mind. But brain candy is a way that you can fight back. Go to healthwithspiro.com and get some today. You'll absolutely love it. All right. So, Without further ado, we're going to bring Diane on. We're going to show some clips. We're going to be talking about like I said, acting and directing, kind of a little bit more specifically in depth about that, and you're absolutely going to love it. So let's bring on Diane. Well, Diane, my friend, how are you, my dear? I
0: am well. Good to see you again.
1: Yes, I know. And my unfortunately my 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 beautiful second half, uh other half is not here. <laughs> With me, uh, oh, wow. but uh, she is down doing amazing things uh, down in Orlando, and also getting the chance to spend time with our grandbabies because they're down there in Orlando now. So,
0: oh, hi, Joy. Yes.
1: So, but uh, but I'm excited because we get to talk about actors and directors and the relationship that's there because a lot of people don't understand that you know there there's a lot of nuance there and there's different approaches and you've worked with some of the Best directors. Yes. So, so like you worked with Clint Eastwood, uh have worked with Boz Lerman, you've worked with Michael Mann. Who else am I am I missing that's like somebody that, well, that people would have heard of?
0: Michael Caton Jones, of uh, Francis Coppola.
1: hmm
0: Let's see, Baz Lerman, who else? Um I've worked with some of those directors more than once.
1: Yeah. Well and I think and, that's the and I think that's the thing right is that you know there's directors what I've seen a lot of uh, some of the great directors they tend to attract actors that want to work with them repeatedly. Why is that?
0: I think it's because the director um wants to work with someone who understands him who can think quickly and also save money mm-hmm. if you can <laughs> Yeah, because if you can do a take in one take rather than twenty-five, you've saved a ton of money as yes. a producer. Yeah. Right. So you want actors. I always I always I would always laugh when I came back to Hollywood after taking care of my daughter and I went to CBS for a job and she says the woman, the casting push person said, Well, Miss Fenora, your your resume says theater and film, but we're television and we work very quickly. So I just said to her quietly, are you faster than one take? She said. Excuse me. I said. Well, as a theater actor, you, you only get one take. If the train leaves without you, you don't have a job tomorrow. So, fast is not my problem.
1: Right. <laughs> right. Exactly. Because they'll bring in the understudy. Right. It's like you know.
0: <laughs> you have a week to prove you can do it, and yet you're out.
1: <laughs> wow. Wow. But that's yeah. The way, yeah. So, um, so, so, just real quick, because we're going to show some clips um, of some of the scenes, and you actually uh, recommended these scenes uh, and, um, uh, from, from some of the movies that you were in. But before we get into that, what are some of the mistakes that you've experienced directors committing when it comes to actors?
0: Well, I would say that it's the very young directors that come out of film school, like in the last... Ten years, um, they're brilliant technically, but they don't seem to understand sometimes what the scene entails on on a certain level. So they'll just say, well, "Can you make it faster?" Or "Can you make it funnier?" Or um, "Could you be more angry?" And of course, that's death to an actor who's going for a result. And if he's not trained really well, then he will end up with a cliched performance and the director will not be very happy about that. So Mm -hmm. um, the more training, like for me, when I I have a young director like that, I just translate what he said. Mm -hmm. So if he says I need it faster, then translate to me is the need has to be greater Mm -hmm. so that I know how to play it. But I don't correct him. I don't teach him anything. um, Unless it's like where he has a problem with time and he's covering covering this person at this end of the table and this person at this end. I said, may I make a suggestion so you don't have to do all these over the shoulders. Can we do a two shot? I'll just sit closer to him and the camera can get both of us in less time. Mm-hmm. Okay.
1: Yeah. Wow. Yeah.
0: You want to be, you want to be help when, when there's a young director, I like to be very helpful because um I just wish that every director would take acting classes.
1: Mm-hmm. Yeah, and
0: they and, and they have some acting classes for directors that are superb.
1: Well, and, and if you you know, and I, one other thing I was just going to bring up, and you kind of actually brought up um, something that uh, uh, Judith Weston uh, hits pretty hard in her book. Yeah,
0: yeah. she's my fave. Yes,
1: yeah, so this is a great book for anybody that's interested in directing. Um, this is absolutely a must read uh, because she kind of walks through exactly what Diane was talking about, which is. You, you have to give actors, you have to speak to actors in the right language uh, and yeah. you have to give them action verbs and, and, and motivation uh, to translate into their activity. Because if you're just saying, well, can you be, can you do this or do that? They're not doers, they're actors and you know, they, they're, they're being somebody.
0: And also like, like David Mamet, when he's directing, he said, never give an actor a direct command. Because a direct command equals rebellion. Mm. So, so, so it's, it's like how you say something. For instance, I was in a, um, a television show. What's it called? Uh, NCIS? Yeah. yeah, NCIS. And I was working with Mark Harmon, and I was playing an Iraqi matriarch because wow. they couldn't they couldn't find any Iraqis who wanted to be in this episode because of the hatred towards Saddam Hussein. Well, okay. So I learned the language and I studied with an Iraqi person. I interviewed an Iraqi m- man who had escaped from from uh, Saddam Hussein who worked in like Best Buy. And wow. he he didn't want to talk to me cuz he he looked at the script and said it was garbage and he threw hmm. it on the floor. And I said I picked it up very humbly, and I said, Sir, I'm looking in your eyes, and there's so much pain in your eyes that I'm afraid really to talk to you. But I'm asking you this because I have to represent your community. My job as an actor, my responsibility is that when I play this role, the people who were there will go, yep, it was like that. So I'm asking you just to help me. So he looked at He helped me. He told me his story of how he left, and I thought, God, I wish I never heard it. On the day, on the set, we had a great director from London, and he wanted to create that world where men dominate women.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: So I'm wearing the black kaffia. I'm completely dressed in, 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 the, in the costume, in the garb. And when Muse Watson comes in, he directed me several times, as don't look at him. Do not right. look at him at all. On pain of death, don't look at him. I said, okay, so we shot two like that. Then he said, at one point, I want you to go and sit down at this table. Hmm. All right, so now. Then he says this. After two takes, he goes, now, if you want to look at him, go ahead. And I found that because I had not looked at him, to look at him had hesitancy in it.
1: Yeah.
0: Exactly what he wanted without telling me. And then Mm. at one point, I speak to him him in this, I mean, in this, I, I speak to him in the, uh, the language the Iraqi language with this curses coming out of my mouth and when I said it to him in such passion I I began to shake and I needed to sit down
1: mm-hmm. rather
0: than just sit down
1: mm-hmm.
0: so when I was finished the producer went to my voice coach and said so where did you find the Iraqi atri- actress <laughs> he said well he said he said no that's Diane Venora he, Diane Venora from the table read he goes well yeah he goes Oh my gosh, she's like completely different. And goes, "Well, that's what she does."
1: <laughs> What's that's that's the job, right? <laughs> wow, well, so yeah,
0: that's a that's a good example of, of a t- terrific director who's a theater director, by the way, in, in London. So by giving me, "Don't look, don't look," and then whenever you want to, oh, that, then it can, can, can I? It was just it was beautiful to watch.
1: Wow. Yeah, no, I see it. and that's the thing that I think a lot of people are really interested um in, in in film and the different, you know, roles and things like that and as, you know, uh as you know, it's like, you know, people that get into it, they're just like they know like, oh, there's a writer and there's a director and there's an actor. Like that's and they and they kind of like, well, this is what I want to do or I mean, there's so many different roles. And so from your point of view, uh what is a director's primary function on a film, like just a film, not TV, but on a film. I think it. Was-